to Burning Fat with Rory Bratz. So today's episode 18 is an interview with Hannah Walker, Eating Fit, talking about time management, how to balance it with being a single mum, and also talking about the mental cycle. So sit back and let's get going. So welcome back, guys. So today we have a lucky guest on today's podcast, Hannah, and she's going to talk about her time management skills as being a single mum and also the menstrual cycles. So, Hannah. Hi. Thanks for having me, Rory. <laughs> so, Hannah, tell me, um, how did you get into fitness? So, it's a complicated sort of journey, um, but it was more of a mental health journey to start with and then it became like very much a sort of physical health journey alongside the mental health journey so i was going through a very difficult divorce separation from my husband i had two young children i just don't even know how i'm old enough to say those words but (laughs) i had at the time i had a two-year-old and a five-year-old um and it was just very complicated it was very um i was in a very bad place mentally with my mental health And so for me, it initially started because it gave me time out of the house. So I would go and find this spot where I could train outside. Um, And it was an area where people would go and do their workouts. And I didn't know what I was doing. I had no qualifications. I had like not really, I had no no idea really what I was up to um, or what I wanted to achieve at that point or sort of any specifics to my training and like the reps, the sets, the outcome, the goal, like nothing really. I just looked at what people were doing in this area and I just copied their workouts. Um, so that was, I think a lot of personal trainers go into personal training because they have a love of fitness initially, and then it becomes a passion and a career. Um, so I did sort of follow that cliche in a way, although I don't think it's much of a cliche. I think you have to have a passion for it and experience in it to be yeah. able to teach it properly and pass on your passion to your clients. Um, so it definitely sparked from me using my time to get out of the house for time just to think time for myself it was time where I wasn't just mummy 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 like it was just some like clarity some brain space um and then yeah I just got much more into what I was doing I loved what I was doing um and then I got I sort of educated myself I knew what I was training for I was a lot more specific with my training there were sort of I had goals outcomes like I knew what I needed to do in terms of like the structure of my workouts. Um, and then from that, before I got divorced, I went and did um, a distance learning uh, level three PTT and basically had some weekends in London that I had to go and do courses on. Um, and I would put my son who was two down for a nap. I would open my laptop and just learn all the stuff. I would put my kids to bed. I would open my laptop. I would carry on learning. Um, and in hindsight, like now being a single mum, juggling them with their dad, who they have a great relationship with, um i am so pleased that i do the job that i do because one i love it i love that i can pass on my passion and my experience and everything to the ladies that i train and the fellow mums that i train but also i don't know how i would work uh, a sort of standard nine to five job around juggling two children with their dad and school and everything else like it works like i have to work early mornings and late nights but that it works perfectly so that's where it came from mental health so who who is your target audience you work with? So for me, because I 
entered the industry as a single mom, really time poor, busy female, you end up attracting like for like a little bit with your clients sometimes, I think. And it very much really organically evolved for me to attract very similar women. So very time poor women. I train a lot of successful women who have incredible careers. They're very, very busy. They just need to know what they need to do. They need help finding the time to know, like to implement what they need to do. Um, I train a lot of mums. Um, I'm pre and postnatal qualified now because I love that area of it. Um, so I help them rehabilitate their bodies after having babies. I help them find time around their kids. Like I understand the demands of young children and kids growing up. Like I understand that I'm not just going to say to someone, oh, you need to do this, this and this, as if they've got all the time in the world. Like I understand they might only be able to find 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's where I'll help them find time that maybe they didn't think could be used as effective, time efficient, progressive workout time. So, and also dealing with the whole mummy guilt side of training with your kids. Mm. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like it's fine. It doesn't have to be child free time. If it gets a little bit interrupted, you get a bit more of a rest, but you're still getting all your reps. You're still getting all your sets. You'll still get through the structure of the workout. So yeah, it's, um, I've definitely attracted very, um, similar clients to myself but it's been brilliant i absolutely love it fantastic so what would you say their biggest struggle is like personally um for the majority time like time is a real classic oh i don't have time i don't have time um and it's really difficult because our lives are like apart from obviously prior to lockdown our lives have been so busy they're like endless when you have kids it's yeah. like school drop off clubs homework play dates this that's something else and as a mum or just a crazy busy woman who works a very intense career like very successful career you put yourself at the bottom of that list the whole time because if it doesn't make you money or it doesn't sort your children out then it comes off the list because it's not as you would deem it necessary but actually it is essential that you prioritize yourself first but time is huge so it's about helping them find just snippets of time, like one of my ladies, she trains while her kids eat their breakfast. Some of them train while they have their dinner and they're outside training and then they jump back in and then they have dinner with their husbands later. Um, so people are getting really inventive with their time and that's what I wanted to help them do because that is the, one of the biggest issues. And actually a comment that I got on one of my um, eight week challenges was that one of my ladies had basically struggled so much to fit in fitness after having her two boys. And she was like, it's just so simple. She's like, this has been such a game changer, but it's, it's so, you've made it so simple. Yeah. So I think it can be something that becomes such a barrier, but actually there's really easy ways just to get around it. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Time. What, so how would you, so with mums and women that are looking to improve their time management, what say three tips you would give them? It's about, I would say, looking at your week. And I always tell my ladies to identify more time than they need. So if they're going to train three times a week, realistically, find five opportunities. Because then there will always be opportunities taken away, always. Because there's a last minute play date or you have to stay late at work or there's an unexpected meeting and you've got loads of work to do for it. So if you can like earmark, you don't even need to write it down as long as it's in your head or you can just put it in your diary if you have a paper diary like I do because I'm a Victorian, then you can, you then you've got backup time. So, you know, if you don't make your Wednesday workout, you're like, actually it's fine because I can still get in another two this week. Like it's just about 
almost preparing to fail, if that makes sense, but making sure you've got the backup so that you're, you're not going to end up then self-sabotaging and being like, oh, well, it doesn't work because I can't find the time. And um, what other tips would I give them? Just prioritize that time. Yeah. Say that again. That's one tip where you've already gave. prioritize that time and don't let it slip don't let it come to the bottom of the list that has to stay at the top of the list because if you are a career woman if you are a mum if you are both of those things you need to be as healthy and as strong and as fit and as well as you possibly can be to keep that show on the road because if you're not on the top of your game how on earth are you going to do all of those things that has to be a priority it has to be necessary um, and I'm pretty sure the majority of husbands out there, they get not husband bashing at all. But there are so many of my clients who are like, oh, we ran out of time, we ran out of time because, oh, you know, my husband did this, and then he went cycling, and then he did his rowing. And I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> how many fitness sessions did he get in this weekend? And he didn't get in one. So really make it a necessity. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, third tip. Third tip. Yeah. Just get out of your head the notion that your workout has to be an hour long. It does not have to be an hour to be effective. If you are progressively overloading your exercises, if you learn the science behind training with weight and progressive overload, then you're, not, you're going to understand that you don't need to slog it out for an hour and you don't need a gym. That's another major thing is that you can buy, instead of paying a monthly mem- gym membership, you can buy a piece of kit every month, which is gonna be cheaper than your gym membership, and you can train at home. I have a tiny strip of garden, like it's tiny. Um, And you can do most things in your lounge as well, as long as you don't break the floor with any of the weights if you drop them. Um, So you do not need a full hour to make your workout effective because if you only have 20 to 30 minutes, you will work harder in that time than most people do an hour at the gym. And don't feel that you have to have gym time. You absolutely don't. I do all my training at home. And granted, now I have like a really good setup. Like I've got a rack in my garden with a pull-up bar on it. I've got an Olympic bar under my couch. I've got like all my weight plates under my couch. I've got a rowing machine in my shed. Like I'm really living in a really small place. So it's not like I've got all of this sort of extra storage or a gym room. But you can make it happen. You can make it work. But just think outside the box a little bit like you don't have to have a gym membership you don't have to have time to get to a gym to get home from a gym if you can just step outside while your kids are eating their dinner bust out 30 minutes you are winning in life one thing about hannah is she makes her clients drive around with kettlebells and slambles in her car (laughs) i know they do it voluntarily (laughs) they go to hotels and bring kettlebells in and slambles (laughs) they take their trx's to hotels but they like that is my mission to build an army of women who just think nothing like me of putting a 20 kg slam ball in the back of the car taking their kids to a kids club and doing a workout on the sidelines of a football match (laughs) not a match but like a training thing and i just don't i don't care because if my daughter is doing an hour's worth of football i can do an hour's worth of training like that there's an hour like it's about finding that time yeah. and just not worrying what anyone thinks we were in the park the other day and i saw a lady with a kettlebell and i was like yes <laughs> i almost went and spoke to her but being in lockdown i was a bit like well maybe we shouldn't chat but yeah it was brilliant aren't you, aren't you still making like the parents at the football games like working out <laughs> well one of my old clients who i'm still in touch with her son and daughter do the same rugby club that austin does 
um, my son does. So I said to her, we need to set up on a Sunday morning. We never got around to it because we ended up in lockdown. I was yeah. like, we need to make use of that time. And because she drives there and we bike there, I was going to bring the TRX and the bands. She was bringing the kettlebells and we were going to do sideline workouts because the kids train in 15 minute blocks for an hour. So I was like, amazing. We can just smash out 15 minute blocks, 10 to the kids when they need to. We were all over it. I'd love it. Like just like a, a sort of um, little gaggle of women at the side of a sideline just getting strong like why not something to do though is is using that time as much as possible really and um, especially exactly. busy mum um you know juggling kids juggling work cooking and when your kids do clubs they take over your whole life and you end up you'll be sat there for like five clubs a week that's five hours you're sat there for that's five hours of training you can do that's how i see it i'm like well in your car or slamble that's yeah. in the car park like just just eliminate that worry what anyone thinks i am the only one on the sidelines of the football pitch when they're training doing a workout and i just like i i'm sure there are people there that think who is this plonker because i've turned up with a massive ball on my shoulder but i don't care because i know that is what i want to be doing with my time and i know it's going to get me where i want to go so <laughs> i just don't care <laughs> We've got to eliminate the concern. After lockdown, you're going to have a few other people joining you a bit. Yes, that's my mission. If anyone ever did, like, came up to me and said, oh, can I join in? I'd be like, my life is made. <laughs> that's goals. We'll we get that involved. Next time you go to training, a training session, maybe rugby or football, we'll send loads of mums down and just be like, go on, <laughs> yeah. free work. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, no, it's good. So how are you spending lockdown? I see on your socials you're doing uh, Monday to Friday, Facebook, 20-minute uh, workouts. How are they going? They're good. They're good. I'm so knackered, though, because I started stupidly at the same time um, using completely different energy systems and <laughs> requirements from my muscle tissue. I started a 12-week strength program with a friend's husband, um, and I started doing my 20-minute live lockdown live workouts i'm doing on facebook every day at 4 p.m um and initially it was just to keep people accountable if they wanted it loads of my clients have done it it's been really nice because we've had like loads of regulars so every day like people chat amongst themselves on the live and there's two people that do it who i know who know each other and live opposite each other so they've joined up to do the finishes in the front garden like two meters apart so it's been really really good fun um and yeah it's just giving people if they're homeschooling their kids or even if they're working just yeah. a time of day where you can just get outside get some depth of vision get off the screen like everything we do now is screen based get some fresh air like keep yourself accountable use it as a, a sort of i don't know like a time in your diary that you a bit of structure i suppose to your workouts um you can add weights to them you can do them in weights vests or you can just do them as body weight but i've been really struggling with them recently because i'm so tired from strength training and then i just had this terrible pt yeah strength training and doing it's isn't it like a lot of cardio hit based kind of workouts as well very, yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, like rep ladders and stuff and lots of jumping squats and lunges and just I'm just making it accessible. Like it is quite hard when you do something for people you don't know who's going to turn up because it's never like a very specific workout. Um, like general populace is quite hard just to do like an overall thing. That, but yeah. then that's just the nature of it. But it's been really good. Um, and I've had like really great feedback from it. And I'm hoping it's something that will just help out of lockdown in the future. Yeah. In terms of 
The one thing is a lot of PTs are thinking when they go back to the gym um, is scratching what they've done over this lockdown. Would you keep the videos and the lives you're doing maybe once a week? Uh, yeah, I, in terms of time, I obviously when life goes back to in terms of schooling and all that stuff, um, I won't be able to keep it up five days a week. Um, and I think as we transition back into training one-to-one -one clients, it is going to start to slip, but I would like to keep it in some element, whether it's a workout every week, whether we do like a non-lockdown live <laughs> or it's a Q and A, um, I'm definitely going to keep up the live element on my Facebook page because I have really enjoyed it. I really enjoy it. Um, and it's been really good and I've got some really good feedback from it and it's definitely good in terms of reaching a wider audience. Good. So for me, it's been really, um, really useful. But yeah, in some capacity, I'll definitely keep it up. Whether I just do one a week where I can fit it in. Because um, I know a lot of people go back and do them. I post them on my page and then people go back and they, okay. they do them all. Yeah. Great stuff. So where would you see the next like, half of the year yourself going? Well, I think things will have changed quite a lot. I've got quite a few clients who are still very happy to stay training on zoom lots of one-to-one -one clients who are um and some of them for um immune disease reasons they are going to be very much at home until september so they are very happy to stay zooming with me one-to-one -one. i've got a lot of clients who are very keen to get back outside training one-to-one -one. um but i think it's going to be more of a mixture of the two so i think it's going to be a bit of a some at home some outside rather than like everything that was outside before um, and also just building up um, my monthly subscription group online so I can sort of help more mums and then I can build my army of time poor women and mums who put kettlebells in their car and <laughs> like go random places and do workouts. <laughs> how's, how's the subscription uh, going? Is it growing? Yeah, it's good. Like I've had some inquiries come in um, in lockdown and people joining um, and that was off the back of my lives, actually my lockdown lives, which is really good because people have said they've joined them, they really liked it. I'm considering joining your uh, monthly subscription group. So and obviously on there, it's not just the training education that they get, they get the science behind the nutrition as well. Yeah. Um, and then I on hand to help them do anything and then if anyone's like really stuck like if someone's not feeling an exercise in the muscle group they should or they don't think they're performing it properly because it doesn't feel right i just get them to send me videos on whatsapp and then we can always do like a 10 minute whatsapp video call and i'll just coach them through it so i really love it like yeah. i'm very involved with it i'm on it every day it's not just like you'll be set up on an app with some workouts and then you don't hear from me for a few months i'm like on it every day like we're done <laughs> no that's good that's good for engagement as well with them are they very like, yeah. very engaged like no. yeah 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 it's good i need to set some challenges in there and um do some fun stuff uh so yeah that's good that's night. coming but no i really enjoy it i like it and actually i think lockdown has given me more of a because i think before i found it harder to engage online with clients but now everything shifted online i feel like i've found it or I've seen it in a different way, the engagement online, and actually maybe I've put more into the engagement, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I found it easier to train online than I thought I would. And I feel like my online groups, my challenges and my monthly subscription group are, I feel like they're a bit easier as well. I don't know, maybe because you end up focusing your efforts onto that one method and then yeah. it does become easier, doesn't it? That's one thing I've, I've learned recently is just focusing more on current clients than getting new clients yes yeah 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 
Um, so it's like retention, isn't it? And yeah, the saying sure of you've got a, a bucket full of water, but you've got a hole in it, and you're trying to fill that bucket up, but it's still leaking out. So yeah. Good analogy, Rory. I like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I've been reading so many books at the moment, so it's good. Oh, well done. Yeah, I'm reading a book on hormones, female hormones. So fascinating. <laughs> so really fascinating. Tell me about it. It's uh, It's been sat on my shelf for a year. It's Lyle McDonald's, the women's book, volume one. Oh, yeah. So it's all about... Um, Fat loss, like female physiology, muscle gain, but it, he talks about the cycle a lot and how obviously your menstrual cycle massively affects all of those things. And I'm only like a couple of chapters in, but I read something the other night and I was like, oh my God, because I'd always assumed that some reaction that I got with my skin, yeah, was to do with progesterone and actually it might actually have been to do with drop in estrogen and an anti-inflammatory thing. And I was like, I didn't even know that. So I'm going to produce a lot of content on that because I think that is something that, I do work with my clients alongside their cycles because it's so important. And there are days where my clients turn up and they are, they're so weak. They're so tired. They've got nothing to give it. And the minute I'm like, where are you at with their cycle? They're like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'll be on in like four days. And I'm like, <laughs> like, otherwise it's so frustrating because your weight goes up. Like you feel sluggish. You've got no energy. You just don't know what is going on. You're not as strong. Like my weights are like 10 kg less when I'm on like coming up to my, cycle because i just like your it affects your body so much so i do want to um produce a lot more content to help my clients with that help them like understand their actual cycle what happens with the hormones what the uh sort of energy uh balance is there because you use different um macronutrients as a main energy source depending on which part of your cycle you're in which is just yeah it's fascinating <laughs> there's a lot to it though i'm not sure how i'm gonna break it down so what would you say to someone that's training and with their cycles and stuff like that then it's just a general track it track it everybody's cycle is different there's no normal cycle but what i'm learning is like a standard 28 day cycle um so just start tracking it and if you are training for not training for fat loss if you are working to fat loss then weigh yourself every single day because when you get that spike in your weight you will know exactly what it is and you won't freak out about it it won't lead to self-sabotage it won't be disheartened you'll just be like ah right that makes sense in terms of where i'm at with my cycle so yeah 100 percent track it and even um women the elder women that i train who have gone through menopause or are perimenopausal you still sometimes get those peaks and troughs in energy even though they're not going through a full cycle there's definitely still something left so i try and get them to track as well just so we can keep an eye on that because it is frustrating when you go in training and they've got me like once or twice a week. And if I am just training that person on one contact point a week, yeah. then they just feel like they've wasted their session because they're like, oh, I feel so weak. I can't even do this. And I can't do that. But it's not them. It's not that they've regressed. It's not that they're not doing, you know, what they should be doing. It's the fact that they are massively affected by hormones. So yeah, it's really important as a woman. It's yeah, it's massive. Would you, would you change their workouts? um their trainings volume and stuff like that if you if they were on or just coming on okay. yeah 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 if you're like five days out from your period you are you're heavier and you are like if you struggle with um all the things i mean a lot of people like they'll have their cycle and they don't like they don't really notice yeah. i do think as you get older it becomes 
uh, I think the symptoms, they feel like they become a lot more exaggerated and you'll notice them a lot more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've had clients before where they turn up and I know like they are slightly pale, they look horrendous. <laughs> They're just like, oh my God, they really, really struggle. So yeah, we'll take the, we'll take the training down a notch. We'll make the weights lighter and we'll just work to them that day. So we work to like the rate of perceived exertion for them that day rather than what they're normally hitting and the weights that I've recorded for them previously, it will just be about, right. We will just do what we can today. Yeah. Let's not panic about it. Um, and then, yeah, that's what just I advise them to do when they are training um, outside of training with me, but on my training app and just make sure that they're, that's why you just need to track it because then you can't, you can't panic about it. If you're tracking uh, a it. certain app you use or that everyone uses, or is it just any app? Um, I don't actually use an app. I just literally just, you can just write it in your diary. Like you want to know the first day that you start menstruating and then from there you can work in like weeks. So yeah. it's like your cycle comes in at roughly, if you're on a 28 day cycle, um, two week blocks of the first stage and two week blocks of the second stage. Um, so it would just be about logging that. So you know where you're at because in the middle of your cycle, your temperature is going to rise, you ovulate. And that's when your estrogen starts to drop and your progesterone starts to soar. And that's when you get a lot of the differences, like progesterone causes lots of um, inconsistency in your blood sugar levels. So that's why you can have peaks and troughs of tiredness. That's why you can crave carbohydrates and sugary foods. And that's why we all just want to eat everything we see when we're on our, even though your metabolic rate goes up then it is like negated by the fact you end up like eating everything in your house but it's interesting to learn it's really interesting and when you know like this week trying to do my life on friday i was on the floor i couldn't even do a press up on my toes which normally i can do and i was like like trying to do that on my knees like i barely get in 10 but i know why i know that's not because of some crazy reason I've not suddenly regressed in my training it's because my hormones are all over the shop so knowing has a massive impact on your uh mental state I think with your training so it's like if you weigh yourself like every couple of weeks and you go up by two pounds it it has such an impact on you mentally but if you weigh yourself every day and you see those fluctuations every single day they'll start to have less of an impact because you know that every day you're going to weigh a different amount you're not going to stay the same weight every single day so yeah it's just managing it i think for your mental well-being as well yeah okay well you've answered all my questions <laughs> thank you for your questions thank you very much so where can they follow you on social media and facebook what are your socials so i um, on Facebook and Instagram predominantly as at Eaton Fitness. So E-T-O-N, like the place, it's where I used to live. How posh. <laughs> um, but yeah, Facebook and Instagram I am currently on. <laughs> what is your, so Eaton Fitness to follow on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for coming on today and talking about how you got into fitness, your confidence of with dealing with single mums and mums that have time management and also talk about women's cycle as well and lockdown <laughs> i bet you were thrilled you should read the book if you train women it's amazing thank yeah. you very much for having me i'm very grateful thank you no worries i just want to say thank you so much for listening to today's podcast with hannah i hope you enjoyed 
all the information we gave out. If you don't mind, leaving a review on Spotify and iTunes. And also, if you want to follow us on our social medias, uh, Eaton Fitness and Rory Bratt at Personal Training on Facebook and Rory Bratt PT on Instagram. Next week, we have a few more motivational podcasts coming out and also Wednesday Wisdom Tip and also another interview on Sunday. So hopefully we'll see you then. 